When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Success to Significance. It's Jen, and today I have with me Michelle Malo, who is a dear friend of mine. Actually, we met on markers. No, no, I always say I always do this, and I know exactly where we met. We met at the retreat. <laughs> we met at a retreat like four years ago, and um, just been kind of tethered to one another, you know, for the last several years. And, and I finally said, you know, Michelle, you got to get on the show. And so now here we are, and I'm so excited and delighted to have you here with us today, Michelle. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. We got it to come together. <laughs> yes, I know. Only well, the third time's a charm, right? That's and, right. Uh, yeah. So let me tell you a little bit, Michelle, about Michelle. She's the change CEO, and we'll talk about what that means. Uh, she delivers an appetite for sanity to entrepreneurs and co and um, corporate go-getters needing to make a change in their lives and their business. As a coach, she creates strategies in personal branding, marketing, career, and business for her clients. And as a speaker, she motivates audiences all over the world. And as an author, she empowers others to confidently live a life without regrets. She does this through her success menu programs, which I love the name of, I told you that before, um, which opens people's minds, uh, mindset with the idea if that the rug gets pulled out from under you, just buy a new rug. So um, with that, Michelle, and so she owns Michelle Malo Consulting. So you can find her information online and we'll be talking about how you can get um, in contact with Michelle. You know, I think one of the biggest things that you do uh, and I know you do a multitude of things. It's funny when I talk to you, you're working with clients on branding and then you're working with another client on retail, right? <laughs> retail and sort of branding. So give us a synopsis of your history because I know you come from corporate America and really some cool things. So give us a synopsis of your history before you got into this. Sure, absolutely. I spent a good 20 years of my life in Fortune 500 food companies. So worked for Kraft and Kellogg's, uh, Brilla. I did international branding and business with Sholey Packaging, which for anyone who knows the wine in the box, uh, I was opening Asia Pacific for them. So I just have really been able to work and rebrand a lot of the old iconic things that you see every day. So Oscar Mayer hot dogs, bacon, maybe the stuff that's not as uh, good for you. As, as any <laughs> but again, a lot of those big brands that you see every day, one of the funnest projects I ever worked on was being head of marketing for Barilla Food Service, so the pasta company out of Italy, and just being able to create their entire infrastructure because they were going to market retail. So in grocery stores and, and anything you see on shelf, but what they were really trying to break into was food service and to understand the restaurateurs and college universities and uh, healthcare, which is a completely different segmentation and, and different market needs. And so it's B2B, but it's also B2C. So just really taking a look at when it comes down to marketing in general, is finding out what the need is and making sure we're meeting that and that our products uh, are there so it solves a problem. 
So, um, so now that's the red and blue box, right? Because I know everybody's trying to think of the name right now. <laughs> so it is. It's the red. So it's the the oval with yeah. the, the white with the red and um, yeah. no, the essence of Italy. It's because those romantic commercials on television where right. they're cooking together and all of that, and which is a beautiful marketing message. It's a romanticism of what's Mediterranean cuisine, which yeah. is, is a beautiful messaging. But when you're trying to feed, as an example, at uh, UMass, 500,000 students, they don't really care about the essence. They want to know how it holds up in a steam table and the right. cost for serving. And so it's a definitely different way of uh, showing the, those folks that are in charge of those programs, how we can make their lives easier by utilizing a product that's going to hold up, but also be within a cost structure that makes sense for their P&Ls and for their businesses. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I know you're working with a friend of ours. We'll keep her unnamed, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. You're working with her to get her, you know, product out in the marketplace. I think that's exciting. Um, so let's talk about change and transition. So you obviously had to make a change and a transition out of corporate America. Uh, so tell us what happened there. What, what was the, the purpose behind that or the premise behind, you know, I'm done with this. I've I got to move on. Uh, you know, was it a pull? Was it a push? What happened? Oh, I think any change people will know is a pull and a push <laughs> all at the same time. But it's a little bit of a of a different story. I don't believe in fear. Sometimes you have to follow the calling and just do what you need to do. And mm -hmm. I was over 310 pounds. So I was one of the sickest 28-year-olds. And I wish I could say I was still 28, but at the time. <laughs> and I knew that if I didn't make a change, um, bad things were going to happen. In fact, I had to call in sick to work, or like I said, I had to call in fat to work mm -hmm. because I literally threw my back out getting out of bed. Yeah. When you have to call your boss, when you have a high powered meeting in the morning and you literally have gotten to yourself with stress and with not taking care of yourself, there's a moment where you go, wow, what do we do here? So needless to say, fast forward 10 years, I lost the weight, you know, and the struggle is real. So I do help people uh, with that. That's a mindset thing that affects everything. If you're not healthy, everything else, nothing else matters. Right. right. So I, I love corporate America, honestly, to be a personal trainer and, huh. uh, and to do nutrition right. because I because you had the you had the food piece of it as well. I mean, that's why how you got to 300, right? You were trying to all the food, but you, also food. Had, you had some, but you also had some knowledge about it, you know, that you could apply. And that's it. And also the understanding. So I worked with a lot of my corporate peers because we would, especially as women, and I know my circle is driven. So we are doing everything. We're on airplanes. We're working weekends, nights, grabbing things on the go that maybe yeah. aren't the right choices or we're not eating, mm -hmm. you know, or you're going to these social hours where you're networking and there's wine and just all the stuff. So I, and I saw myself, even though on the outside and from a professional, I was very successful, mm -hmm. but from a personal and from a health perspective, I was a hot mess. Yeah. So the fact that, and I don't ever claim to said I had figured it out, but I had figured out methods to get myself to effect that I could be more effective, not only in my job, but also just in all my relationships and just my relationship with myself. Yeah. So that's how that transitioned. Yeah. yeah. And I know that that also changed in your relationship too. So let's talk about that. It was, since we're talking about weight, let's talk about your book. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that is almost done. Part of and the transition, right? It's called How to Lose 185 Pounds in One Day. Right. And the punchline is called A Divorce. Right. But that is about transition to understand what's not serving you anymore. And really what you're shedding is maybe it's one bad relationship, but it's really all the different things that are weighing you down. Yeah. So it's coming face to face and to be honest with yourself of this just isn't working. You know, the facade is great, but the facade is only so deep. Yeah. And the, the wounds I was dealing with were a lot deeper because it was a very we'll just call it a, not a great place to be. And I should have left 10 years earlier. And that's why when I call the change CEO, when I talk about weight, when I talk about career, it's also about relationships and what is not, and what's taking away your energy and your spark and your light. Right. Well, and like you said, you know, making a change in people's lives and businesses, you know, both. And that's, um, you know, I think that's really powerful. So talk about career changes, because I know one of the things that you do, and I, you know, I, I kind of harp on this, sorry, everybody who's listening, harp on this quite a bit on this podcast, you know, success to significance, right? It's everything in between. Um, you know, it's not, you were successful. Now you're significant. Maybe you are, but it's everything in between It's breaking through these glass ceilings that we have in our lives in multitudes. And you've already broken through several ceilings, but you know, as people are thinking about transitioning right now, because this podcast, you know, started right as COVID started, right? And it wasn't planned that way, of course, but it started right when COVID started. And so I find that, that a lot of people are, um, you know, looking at that transition, not wanting to go back to the regular J-O-B, looking at being an entrepreneur and making those transitions. And, um, but you know, where do we go from here? And really, this is the the premise of what I started this podcast about was, I was successful and that was my identity. Now I want to be significant in the world. For me, it was a direct, I was this and now I'm that. Mm -hmm. Now, what do I do after I've broken through all these glass ceilings? What's out there for me? How do I find what's out there for me? So I know one of the things that you do that is so brilliant is look at everyone's skills and how do you apply those skills to multitude of different venues or venues, career, we'll just say career paths or industries, um, which I think is amazing because I think we all get stuck in, well, we're in the frame. We can't see the picture, right? We're, We're like, okay, this is my picture. And, you know, I was a architect, I was a, you know, computer guy or a gal. And now all I think of is the only thing I can do is that. And if I'm an entrepreneur, that's all I can do. So tell it, walk us through what you do. Cause I think it's pretty incredible on um, what you do in career transitions. And I know it's not just from job as salaried to entrepreneurship. I know it's just everything. Yeah, it, It's everything. Cause to your point, COVID threw everything on its head. Uh, and, and it's the idea that you're not stuck in like, I love that analogy about you can't see the picture when you're in the frame because you're really good at one thing. I was a marketer. I'm my, I have a double MBA in it, right? So it makes sense. In corporate, there's this ladder, there's this path. This is what you do. But then COVID said for a lot of folks, nope, I'm taking your ladder. Like I said earlier, the rug gets pulled. They took, they were taking the ladder. We're going to pull the rug and all of a sudden you're on your tuchus like sitting there dumbfounded going, now what? Mm-hmm. And the worst place to be is sitting there dumbfounded with the now what alone. Mm-hmm. But what I do is I get down and dirty with you to figure out what really is your passions and what are your skills? Because even though you're a marketer, 
or you're a mortgage lender or whatever it is you do, you have transferable skills that we can reposition to do anything you want to do. This is your chance. This is God's way of saying, you know what? I'm giving you this time out mm-hmm. to really go part two. And, and, and what are we going to make with that? And I go shopping with you. I go buy that new rug with you. We go through and make sure that you understand the rock star that you are. No matter what we're doing, I have everyone start with the resume. Yeah. It's like, I don't need a resume. I said, I understand that. But what I want you to do is the last time you dusted that off, which could be for some people, five, 10, 15 years. And I want you to go through all your accomplishments because we never take time to go, wow, I did this. I did that. And I reposition it so that you have this beautiful story of your accomplishments, who you are. So you feel that inner rock star so that if you do decide, I don't want to do this career, it's now time to start that business. You understand and have that empowerment to know you can do it. And now I'm just in the background helping you do the business part of it and walk you through like business planning and, and all those things. So we can either go to market launch or service mark personal brand, you, whatever it is that you need to do. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I think that's really powerful too, because, uh, you know, I, I mean, even for me, you know, I was in mortgages and I coach loan officers, but I can coach anybody. It's all transferable. I do. I mean, I choose not to coach anybody else. I coach only loan officers, but, but, uh, you know, it's all transferable and I have coached people in the past. Just don't prefer to do it. (laughs) Sure. But, uh, you know, I think that there are so many people that, that pigeonhole themselves and stereotype themselves into, you know, um, into that because they, they placate on the experiences they had in the industry, as opposed to the experiences that they had. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Uh, How do we get out of that? How do we get out of that? self-talk that's saying, you know, well, I was this, it's, it's almost like I, you know, it's like being a noun versus being an adjective. Yeah. It will, it's getting past the, I was, or I am mm-hmm. because now all you're doing is giving yourself a title, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So as an, or you, you decide you're going to do something as an example, when we went back to like, I was a personal trainer and I was, I had a very successful wellness business. But guess what I figured out as doing that for a good five, six years, I created myself a job. Yeah. A job. Now all of a sudden I'm working 7.30 to 8.30. It's a job. And then it became no fun anymore. Yeah. So, and, and what I loved what you said earlier is you said that, you know, but I don't want to coach anymore. And that's the whole point of all this. I want to let you know, you don't have to do anything. Right. You can reinvent everything. I mean, and some of it comes full circle because two of the clients I have right now are in the food service arena. So I'm utilizing my old contacts to help get them to market, to help get them as I do agent work too, to, I'm a connector. I collect people. I love people and who can help who. So I'm helping a client do that. So he can break in his new, his new bakery business. So it's just so interesting. So it's not about forgetting what you did and what you were, Cause it's what you are and yeah. taking all those things and just repackaging it into something that you love to do, but also more importantly, you still got to pay the bills. So how you're monetizing around that idea. And a lot of people don't know the how, so that's what I'm for. You're just to define the what. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I know it is. It was funny. I was talking to my husband about this because, you know, he's been in lending for 30 years now and he's like, yeah, but I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, he used to be in, in cars, as you know, right? Um, like everything, cars, uh, automotive industry, the whole thing, and then left that because he didn't want to be on his back, so to speak, all, you know, the rest of his life, wrenching a car wrenching, you know, doing, doing mechanical work, but he did other things too. He sold tires and all kinds of stuff, but, um, you know, he, he said, but I, do, I can't make money with my passion. Right. right. And he's like, how do I make money with my passion? That's the thing. And I think a lot of people that are, that are stuck in transition mm-hmm. are, are really where I was too, which was, but then what do we do? Right. What do we do? You know, and you said, well, you're the how, but we have to come up with the what, but how do we come up with the what? I mean, I'm clear on it now, but how do you come up with the what? Um, when you look back at your experience and maybe your experiences are great, but they can only be applied, you know, to a specific industry. What if they can't be moved over? Right. I mean, I think they're all transferable, but my, my son-in-law, as I told you about, he, uh, you know, he's been a government contractor and he's just, he's over it. Right. But everything in his resume is about negotiating for government contracting you know, things. So maybe he's just a good negotiator and needs to go do something else, you know? Well, and negotiation is one of the biggest transferable skills that you can have. And I would be completely honest, the, what's the hardest part. Yeah. And when you try to figure it out yourself, it's hard. Mm -hmm. And, and also I very much warn against, there's a lot of people who claim they can help you with the, what, as long as you open up your pay, your, your checkbook and your credit cards. Mm-hmm. So be careful of the emotional knee jerk Yeah, and really methodically. I almost call it like your, your life assessment. What do you want your life to look like life by design? Mm-hmm. If you could look at your life next week and what would you be doing? Is it travel? Is mm-hmm. it sports? Is it mechanical? You know, what is it that that, because at that point we can do a deeper dive to figure out what that, what is, then we look at all the skills and all the accomplishments. And then we pretty much do kind of that magic, the meld, right? Yeah. yeah, (laughs) And where where is that sweet spot spot in the middle? And it's going to change. You're going to come up with, that's it. And as you start to work it, you're going to realize that's it, but that's it plus. So you're constantly going to be tinkering and maneuvering, especially in the marketplace as that changes. And as this world we're spinning on right now is spinning a little out of control, it's just a matter of keeping your balance and your grounding. And that's where your, your people that you're surrounded with, your connectivity, and, and knowing that you have that empowerment and the power within you, and just make sure you have at least one or two true confidence that could take you off the ledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can also walk it through. I can walk it through with you. <laughs> so um I know a lot of people are probably thinking, okay, um, I could change careers, but wouldn't that mean a dramatic reduction in my pay? Not necessarily. It, it depends on what it is you want to do. Because again, we go back to that life mm-hmm. assessment. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so important to even before any change. Because again, a lot of coaches will say, "Just do it." It's you know, blah blah blah. Leap. Yeah, leap. And and I'm I'm all for but research before you leap. Make an exit strategy. 
talk with financial planners, you know, be, be smart about it. You know, I, I'm, I'm all about passion and love and we want to get you there. I want to talk to you about it, but then that prepares you to ask the right questions to make sure that financially, if you do have to take a hot minute to get, you know, comfortable and get your footing, you're, you're okay with it because when you're stressing and you're chasing the dollars, the dollars are going to run away from you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no it's energy. Money is energy. So let's make sure the energy is positive. <laughs> yeah, no question. Okay, so let thank you for sharing all that. I appreciate it. So sure. let's talk just a little bit about business startups because you know, once people make this transition, uh, you know, into a new job or into a new entrepreneurship, you also work with startups mm-hmm. um, and you help them. So uh for those that are listening here, uh, what exactly is it that you do for startups? And why would someone want to hire you if they're just starting? (laughs) Well, no, honestly, because you don't want to go about it alone. Now, Mm -hmm. I've I've started, even though I was in corporate, I recreated infrastructures within the bigger structure Mm -hmm. for, you know, 10, you know, 25 years, right? Started my own business for 10 years. But what you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. So the biggest thing, folks will jump in and just, I got to build a website, you know, I need to do marketing. Like for some, everyone goes there first before they do the research, before they build goals, a business plan. What is the number that this business has to generate in order for it to be viable for you to live? Mm -hmm. So I help you go through the business plan I help you talk through the concept so that when you do go to market, you have proof of concept that you can do a sales pitch. And I'm also a speaker. So I'm able to help you mold what it is you're going to be talking to and and exactly how to address pain points because people will open their wallets if you have a solution to their problem. Mm -hmm. So what is it? And I'm going to be the first one to be super honest with you. If I say, I don't think it has legs or we can do a little bit of research, but we've got to put a little bit more behind it. And also understand there's going to be an investment, especially if you're looking to get a product into retail or you're trying to make some noise in a different industry. You got to do trade shows and all those things. There is going to be a financial commitment. And I never want anyone to feel like, oh my gosh, you know, their retirement's gone or now I got to go back to corporate. It's like that defeated, like womp womp. So I'm hoping to make sure that before any of that, we have a, we have a conversation and we go through all of it because I'm going to be the first one to protect your money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's, you know, it's so sad. I mean, that's why the statistics are so bad for, you know, entrepreneurs is that, you know, and I, I don't remember, I mean, you know, it's like 50% in the first five years or 95% in the first five years. <laughs> like the, it changes. It's like 85. It's quite it a bit. Changes, it changes all the time. And I think part of it is just chasing the passion and not having, you know, and I've always said this, just because you're a good plumber doesn't mean that you're a great owner of a plumbing company. That's right. You know, it's really understanding all the, the nitty gritty and the client acquisition that's required, you know, on a daily basis. Um, and I think that's super you know, super important. Um, is there any other advice that you would give to someone who's thinking about starting a business right now, whether they're leaving corporate or they had one and it failed and now they're going to start it again? Is there anything that you would recommend to, for people to do? Absolutely. Persevere. Don't quit after the first fail Mm -hmm. because you're going to fail Mm -hmm. a lot. I want you to feel that you're failing forward. Mm -hmm. 
because with everything that you do, it's a learning experience and learn from the people who have been there and have been down that road. Don't ever be so proud that you feel like you have to do it yourself or feel that you're so proud that, um, you make a mistake and, 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 and that's it. You've got to just say, okay, what can I learn from this experience? Never get down on yourself. Just like I said, fail forward and look to learn from mentors and from coaches that have been there, who can guide you with honest uh, information and not emotional baggage. Cause if you make any kind of, I, I tell you this, cause I've done it. <laughs> we have not talked about that. Oh yeah. I've, I've done it over and over the, the yeah. money. If I could give back the money and I said, but I wouldn't be here talking to Jen yeah. because you have to look at everything. And that's how I met Jen is maybe through something and maybe I wouldn't have done or right. a group right. I had come through to get there. Yeah. Had. Yeah. So, so don't ever feel like mm -hmm. whatever happened that didn't work, there's lessons, there's people, there's things you can take from that to constantly move forward. Like I said, just always take that step back to do the research so, and, and, and vet the people you're surrounding yourself with so that you can feel comfortable in the decision and know that it was sound. And if it didn't work out, it's okay. Yeah. There yeah. Yeah. And try to use wisdom going forward. That's my big word this year <laughs> using wisdom in my decision making. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest, I mean, we all have, we've all made decisions going, oh, that was so, I shouldn't have done that. But lesson learned, lesson learned. Don't do it again. Try not. Right. And then I go and do it again and go, oh, lesson learned, you know, but it all comes, it comes at you in a different, you know, format. It looks different when it comes to you. But We've all made those, you know, those uh, decisions as well. So, um, all right. So what would you like to leave everybody with today? I mean, obviously for, well, first of all, what is the best way to contact you? Uh, you can go to my website, which is michellemalo.com. Okay. You can also find me on LinkedIn at uh, Michelle Malo. It's 1L Michelle Malo. And uh, th that's the best way for right now. And you can always, like I said, send me a text at 847 951 0099. Either way, I, I would love to, like I said, I want to be the person to go shopping with you that you can really bounce ideas off of. And you know that I'm going to give you an honest, empathetic answer. Now I'm, I'm a tough love person, but it's always with the empath that's within me and knowing that it's all coming out of this really feeling energetic love and spirituality love of it because I, I don't I want you to succeed as quickly as possible so you don't make the pitfalls that I made I want to get you there a lot faster than I did in um and monetize that a lot quicker without spending good money after bad yeah yeah I love that I love that and of course we'll have all those show notes available um for them well, Michelle thank you so much for joining us today I'm so glad that we finally got through this absolutely <laughs> And, and, but yes, and everybody could tell I have a cold. So, you know, I wasn't going to cancel today. There's no way I was going to cancel and it's just what it is. So we, um, I appreciate it very much. And I look forward to seeing you again. I'm, I don't know where I'm going to see you, but I'll see you soon. I'm Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. We always cross paths. <laughs> yeah. 
absolutely. And best wishes for everything that you're doing. And I just want to encourage our listeners, you know, if you're in that transition or you're thinking about transitioning from one job to another, a job to entrepreneurship or whatever the case may be, reach out to Michelle. She loves talking to you, loves giving you ideas and suggestions. And, uh, you know, she's someone that you want to be connected with. She's a real connector as well. So uh, make sure that you're doing that. There's, there's stories she hasn't even told you about the people she knows. <laughs> that we'll keep that we'll we'll hook everybody in right that's right as an open loop uh because there's some really powerful people that she is um in proximity with so michelle again thank you so much for being with us today thank you so much for having me this has been so much fun and i just adore you and thank you so much for kind of pushing through i know you don't feel so great i i really do uh Appreciate you very much. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Well, again, everyone, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. We hope that you gained some new knowledge and some new wisdom from the time that we had together. And please don't forget to give us a great five-star rating and write a review. And last but not least, be sure that you are subscribing to our YouTube channel so you can watch us and not only listen to us, but see us as well. And we'll catch you next time on Success to Significance. <laughs>